Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Joy. My name is Joy, I'm the host of this podcast and we have another amazing guest today and his name is Terence. And Terence is a shaman, he's a healer and a light worker from Arizona and he is on a mission to help people to heal their traumas, find answers on life challenges and helps you to break free from negative patterns and to have eventually a more balanced, healthy life and to become your most authentic self. So welcome, Terence. Thank you. I was just looking at your website and um, yeah, I, w- I was just reading about your your life and um, first you have never had the attention to have uh, to become a healer but the universe didn't give you any choice. Um, so actually my question was, uh, when did you realize you have this healing power and when did you realize you can yeah, use it? Uh, it's complex because when I was very young, I could read minds and that got me into a lot of trouble. So I got rid of that ability. Um, Sometime after that, uh, people started uh, coming to me just for the truth. That's kind of how it started out. So I I always had my version of what I thought was really going on. And I have the ability to see the um, relationships and how they're working and how they're not working. And uh, it's I, I can't explain it. It's just an ability. And uh, then after that, I uh, I traveled a lot and uh, finally ended up in uh, Bisbee, Arizona. Um, I've uh, lived in several different places, but uh, traveling, uh, my parents did it uh, quite a bit, and then I've done it myself. So finally, I'm later in an age. Most people travel now, but I've settled down uh, some. And anyways, um, when I first got to Bisbee, I met a shaman, and we just started talking, and I went out and bought him some coffee. And it was kind of interesting, uh, everything he did. He was taught by the local Indians, uh, the bear tribe. And uh, he still had a large ego. So uh, he was on a big motorcycle with his friends uh, wearing a helmet and a moose came out on the road and he ran right in the moose. The uh, antler went right through the helmet. So that was the end of that. And, um, oh, let me see what happened after that. So I was at the um, ceremony, it was an Indian ceremony, and I was the fireman, or fireboy, whatever their terminology is. So I had to bring some ashes or glowing embers. Uh, The Indian man picked it up, and that was, I can't remember all the details on that, but that was the end of that funeral or celebration of him. Uh, Then after that, I traveled to Hawaii, 
for a bit. It was just time to travel again. And I called a, um, a, uh, it was a, uh, what's the right word? Uh, I should have made notice, but, uh, he, uh, he can read where you're supposed to live. So astrocartography, that's the word I was looking for. So, so I went to Hawaii and, um, it was quite different. Uh, most white people aren't accepted by the locals, which is Japanese, uh, Hawaiian, and Filipinos. But, you know, most Americans don't uh, go live there, although there are quite a few. But they won't accept you unless you've lived there two to three years. So... Um, Beside that, I did make friends with a couple of Hawaiians that actually lived there. And there was a beach I would go to to swim all the time. That was one of my favorite activities. And uh, I would go to the surf shop once in a while to talk to the uh, lady that ran the surf shop. And... Um, I walked around outside of the surf shop and back, and I could feel these energies come out of the earth. So I started, uh, there was a lady there that had a bad headache at the surf shop. And uh, I told her, grab the towel, lay on the spot. She looked at me, thought I was crazy. And uh, that's when things really took off. So her headache was healed. I worked on quite a few people in Hawaii. And then I came back here to Bisbee and started uh, the website and everything else and started working on people more. So I had mostly people in the healing community and just some average people, workers and whatever. So it's a big mix of people that I had. And... Uh, it's uh, it, everything has slowed down now because I said I was retired, and uh, I think that's temporary because I'm not one to retire. So uh, my next thing is to do uh, films of people having. Uh, it started with intuition, and you can see some of those on the uh, TS Films AZ. If you on YouTube, if you want to look at those, it was just a start on that. But a lot of people didn't show up or didn't want to do it for whatever reason. A lot of people don't like to be on camera. Uh, so that's all on hold right now. Yeah, really interesting. And, um, and do you also believe that everyone can have this ability or... Do you have to be born with this? I'm not sure. I think you get picked. Um, I was always different. And uh, I was never quite a normal kid. I hated school, never graduated anything. I just went right into the photography business when I was young. Didn't know anything about business, but just learned the hard way. 
And uh, I did okay for about 25 years. I enjoyed it. I had a good eye. And then um, that's why I started filming later on. It's Now it's very cheap to get uh, cameras and microphones and everything else. Back then it would have been 100000 Now for a couple thousand, you can have a nice setup. So, or nothing. You can just do it online. Yeah. And um, I was also curious, how did you grow up? Like, uh, were your parents maybe religious or um, were they also no. open for spirituality? No religious uh, at all, really. And uh, I grew up in Germany, uh, Spain and France and the U.S. before I was 10. So it was very confusing and, uh, you know, learning different languages. I didn't learn much Spanish. We were only there two years. But they put me in boarding school so they could go have more fun, which was great for them and not so great for me. Um, since I didn't speak much Spanish, I just made friends with the dogs that were there, the protecting, uh, protective dogs, and uh, <laughs> that was it. So... After that, I think we went back to the U.S. And then it's kind of confusing. I mean, there was so much travel in so many different places. So um, I'm very uh, multimedia, I guess you would call it, in, in travel. So, but it's good. That's travel itself. Nice. It's an excellent education. In fact, I re recommend you just travel, forget about school, because now you see all these videos that school doesn't work anymore, college doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And uh, so everything is broken. So we'll do that subject. Uh, yeah. Because everything is broken. Everything was set up very early for us. And it was toxic. Mm -hmm. So school is all about yeah. And I don't remember Europe too much. They didn't know what to do with me in the German schools. I did go to a uh, American dependent school because I was on a military base. Or my parents were. And they were selling cars. They weren't actually in the military. And, uh, but I always... Everybody around me seemed, I can't explain it, uh, just not favorable, I would call it. It was just hard to make friends. And uh, I, I like being alone, mostly. And uh, so I started channeling a bit now, uh, just personally for a few things. And um, I have uh, healer friends that I hang out with. Uh, one of them is doing something else now. But I went to see uh, my friend who does the angel healing. And uh, so we were talking about different levels or dimensions. And she had said she was on the eighth dimension. And I asked her, well, do you talk wow. to angels all the time? And she said, yes. And because I'd met somebody else that did that, 
I think it was somewhere in my 30s I worked on somebody. So I had done it earlier and uh, um, just moving around is kind of confusing to remember all the th- all the things I've done and where I've been. So um, um, I, th- I think it just sort of started out of nowhere, the way I could read people. And uh, it's, it's just a different way. But, when, you know, once you get up to this level, it's hard to be with average, very average people because they don't understand. Yeah, I can't explain what I do. They just look and think you're crazy. And because they have no, there's no relativity for them of where that is or how it works mm-hmm. or anything else. So it puts me in an unusual position. Um, I mean, I still go to parties and talk to a few people and that. I don't say anything because uh, I just don't bring it up unless it comes up. So, <laughs> Is it also, uh, for example, if you go to a party, for example, that um, you know exactly when someone is lying or you know exactly when they're yeah, talking bullshit and... Yeah, I can understand that then life, it gets harder, right? Because, yeah, with these people. Well, most people I have found say something and then they don't really follow through, at least in the U.S. I don't know about Europe anymore. Europe is a lot further ahead than the U.S. I mean, we have more technology. I don't know. You you might have it also. But the uh, technology I found really... Uh, it seems to join people, but I don't think as much as just actually meeting people and listen mm-hmm. to how they say things, and if that makes any sense. Yeah. I know everybody does yeah, podcasts. Yeah. I don't do that. I just shoot on the camera. also read about that uh, you had two near-death experiences, and... Um, I was really curious about um, what did you feel and what did you saw when that happened? Because some people say you see like a light or you see your move uh, like a movie from your life. So yeah, what happened? No, uh, it wasn't anything. I woke up uh, in surgery and they were doing the shock of my heart, and I woke up. And then they did it again while I was awake wasn't much fun and I said could you stop that that was enough so then uh, they put me in ICU uh, there, there was no vision or anything nothing had happened that I knew of at that time and uh, let me think here uh, so somewhere along the way what happened was I left the hospital I noticed there was a change of some sort. I couldn't remember what. Then about a month or two later, I remember, I'd lost all my fear about anything. They they just took it away. Not the medical people, but obviously there was something else going on. I think what happened, I went to the other side, but I have no memory of it or anything, which is common from what I understand and it's just uh, 
And then it happened again when, after I went home. I went into this very black area, and I was shocked. And I took a deep breath and came back. But it was, I mean, we walked home last night in the dark because there was no, uh, the party was down the street, and we walked back, and and my partner can't see in the uh, dark, so I can't see in the dark enough to walk. And... Uh, even without the moon. So, it's, um, you know, I've learned a lot along the way. It's hard to Doing do all these different things. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of shocked me at first when I started doing it because I just didn't know what to think. And then finally I realized it wasn't me. I was just channeling. So I don't, take any glory for it because I'm just doing my job for someone else. Um, later, I ha I've got to get some water here. <clears throat> I got my voice back today over the last time we tried this. It's deeper. Remember last time it was weird? So... It was just the difference of uh, losing fear is what happened for me. I don't remember being on the other side. There was nothing like that. Um, but I did get out. I remember we went to the restaurant. And I remember everybody staring at me, which was very odd. I wasn't even speaking. Um, and so finally, we just ate something, and I went to my friend's house to recover, and I had the worst night ever. It was, uh, I can't even explain it. It was like on, off, on, off, on, off, all night. So I was sweating. I was seeing everything. I was sweating. I would see everything. I finally said, turn it off, turn it off. This is too much. So I think that was called um, very awake, and I had to turn it off because I couldn't function as a person. So, um, again, I don't think it had anything to do with the actual hospital stay, uh, or maybe that was just how the drugs left my body. You know, maybe that had something to do with it. If you look at the website, there's been a lot of things that have happened to me that just happened. I was just there, like the Kundalini rising. I was just going to a movie in Sierra Vista, and I had a double Kundalini rising outside of the theater. It was like crazy. Wow. I didn't know that till later. I thought my back went out, but no. It was just a shock went up and through from the bottom of my back through the top of my head. And uh, I had no idea what that was until months later I looked it up. So that's just my life. And now I'm pretty calmed down, um, not doing that much, mm -hmm. kind of relaxing for, for the first time. Because uh, when you're mostly alone, you have to make a living. So I was selling lights. I would make UV lights, uh, ozone lights for people to keep them healthy. 
And uh, most of those sold in Hawaii and here, but the UV light sold globally. So I I even shipped to the Netherlands, England, uh, UK, what else? Uh, Middle East. Very interesting how it just took off. I'm sure I had some help, you know, that I couldn't see. They would tell me what to do, what to type when I'm <laughs> setting up the website. Now I find it too much work to do the website thing. I have some old ones still up, but uh, I just leave them. I don't work on them anymore. Um, I can also help you with that if you like. I'm into social media marketing and I'm into websites. So if you need any help with that, just uh, send me a message and i help you. But uh, really interesting. Thank you for sharing. And um, and um, I was really curious what you think about, uh, for example, when you're uh, dying. What is the process after? Uh, what, what does ha- what, what is going to happen with your soul? Well, the soul <laughs> just leaves your body. I mean, uh, some nurses have seen it. They can see the the heat rise or the slight light come out of the, come out of your body, and uh, also some people have been stuck in the hospital, uh, but right behind the ceiling they get stuck. The whole body levitates because the soul wouldn't come out of it. Um, we don't actually die; we just go back home. That's really the the correct word and. Yeah. All these people that cry about their mates and everything, this is not not right. You should be happy that they've left. I think the Irish have the best approach. I think they drink a little too much, but that's their approach. And at least they got, you know, the right direction where everybody else cries about it. So this is just um, a big playground here or testing ground. So... You can do anything you want. The universe will let you do anything you want down here. Uh, doesn't matter if you kill people or, uh, well, you won't get in the higher dimensions. You know, you always stay on the low dimensions if you do that. And uh, But if you help people, then you rise up in the dimensions more. This is my understanding. So, uh there's, there's no real definition for any of this dimensional um, talk idea. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe there is, but again, if it's a literal thing in a book, then it's not something I want to read. Uh, they do have some interesting videos on YouTube right now with uh, Archangel Michael and somebody has um, has uh, channeled him, and then somebody's paying to have the movie part done, the video, and everything. Pretty interesting. So if somebody's interested in that. Interesting. And also, um, uh, when you speak about net, uh, near-death experiences, is that some... People don't want to uh, cross the cross the bridge, and why is that? Is that because they have to learn uh, more lessons, or they have something to do on Earth? That's why they come Fear. back. Fear. They don't know what to do. I'll, I'll give you an example. We had um, mm. 
I was doing lighting in a restaurant, and I had some lights stored upstairs. And we found out later there were three ghosts in there, and they were breaking my lights. So I had to, I had to remake them, which took quite <coughs> took quite a bit of time. So I wasn't uh, doing that kind of work. So I had uh, my partner at the time, the person who owned the building, and another friend and myself. We found out the names of the people, what had happened. So the man was having an affair with the woman's sister. So that all ended there. The man, uh, if I remember the story right, uh, shot the sister, shot the wife, then shot himself. And they wouldn't leave. They just stayed there. Now, in Bisbee, there's a lot of ghosts. And um, you can actually see them if, if you have that eyesight or... I would, no, it's not eyesight, it's ability. And uh, I walked into one store and I saw four ghosts sitting on the ledge up there. And uh, I commented on it and they didn't say anything. So, um, but anyways, um, so getting back to the light. So after all this work we did to get their names and talk to them, and they, we finally sent them to the light so I could finish my existing lighting work. They were uh, blowing fuses, the breakers, uh, breaking lights, you know. So, And uh, I knew what it was right away. I just needed some help because that, that wasn't my forte at the time. Yeah, interesting. That's, and now I'm very used to the other side. There's many dimensions to the other side. I've just touched, the, I'd say, the ground floor. I'm playing with the ground floor on the whole thing. Um, I'm Also, what's happening now is I say things or do things, and then they happen right away. And... Um, so I'm living in, I feel like I'm living in, I don't, I can't get the time right anymore. I have the doctor's time wrong. I have your time wrong. You know, if once you leave the third dimension, there's no time. Okay. <laughs> so I'm already there because I just yeah. don't have the time. And uh, the the normal things that interest people don't really interest me. That's the other part. Uh, the average, mm -hmm. the average thing. I mean, we do some social together, but um, you know, going to a concert, seeing a band, uh, big parties. I don't go to uh, just little neighborhood ones. So you want to keep a quiet life, you know. The yeah. the whole excitement. I mean, you're young. You still want excitement, I presume. So, or do different things. I've done that, you know, that you get later. That's why people move way out of town and uh, into the wilderness yeah. where I live. I live in the wilderness yeah. with animals, and that's helped me so much uh, from, you know, early problems I had. Everybody has some problems, either from their past life, their current life, um, how, however you look at it. Nobody comes in really 
clean and safe. As far as I know, maybe that's changed now. It could be. Um, I mean, what's happening now, if you're a dark person, you will end up with a dark life. If you're a light person, you'll end up with a very light life. This is, we've got this split happening yeah. on right now, as you probably understand, with the whole fifth dimension thing. So, yeah. um, if you can't watch movies that have uh, crime in it or killing or any of that, then, you know, you know you're in a higher higher realm already. Oh, okay. I feel really like um, uh, I cannot handle wars, for example. Right. <laughs> if I look at wars, I don't know what it is. But, um, yeah. So yeah, it's crazy actually. And yeah, it's especially when it goes about, um, yeah, like the, 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 thir uh, yeah, the second war, the second war. Um, when I see a movie about that, I started to start crying like immediately because maybe it's something from my past life or something from yeah from my grandparents i don't know but there's something in my system that um that's yeah that's triggering me well here's yeah. here's why that triggers you we've all had many lies thousands of lies before this isn't one life and you do this and and you and then you leave and you go into another life that's that's it you know, there isn't one life. People always say, well, it's just one life. Use it up. It doesn't work that way. Uh, that's, you know, people don't have, I mean, mm -hmm. now they have more of an education if they look at it. But I know many people that would never be interested in any of the subject matter. They're still in the old. But I think the younger people, they're born with a whole different view now of what they want to do and how things work. I'm not around any younger people, just my understanding. Maybe you could fill me in on a little bit how you think. You watch any crime movies or any anything like that, or is that just out? Yeah, we do. But I think uh, my generation is, um, how can I say, there's like, maybe 50% is um, really aware what is happening right now. And the other 50% is like, they look at you like you're stupid or something. <laughs> um, and also when, when C happens, you know, I'm not going to say the word because I don't want to be canceled, but uh, when C happens, for example, everything was so clear for me and I do lost a lot of friends. But the moment I realized that this is my path and this is my my way of life, um, I just try to trust my path anyway. So if I lose people, that's okay. And um, yeah, before I was really hurting about uh, yeah hurting from it. But yeah, the moment I realized everything is happening for a reason, eventually. So. Yeah, I have now the right people in my life, and I'm really grateful for that. And, um, yeah, I'm not really paying attention anymore for people that don't get me any anymore. Because before, 
It was about, um, for example, fighting against the government, but you never win from the government. So, yeah, what can you do? You never win these marches, you never win these fights, you never win the arguments. It's it's just silly. You should, (laughs) you know, if you meditate for it and change the energy, uh, that's really the trick. Mm -hmm. You just stay home or you can all agree, you know, you, you do a meeting like this, and and a hundred people can listen in or show up on the screen or how however all the technology works, and just decide to meditate instead of having a uh, a march or this or that. I mean that's just their ego trying to respond to mm-hmm. something by you know messing up yeah. the traffic. Mm-hmm. I mean seriously, this is how it works. Yeah. I mean, I can control clouds. Yeah. I've been able to do that early in my life. Could you move over? I need a little more sun, you know? And they do it. may not be for very long, but they will do it. And it's the same with everything else. Uh, if you listen to uh, the videos I was talking about, they call us masters. But we forgot how to do everything. Mm-hmm. And it's not about power and money. Mm-hmm. It's about joy and you know, uh, bringing people together and helping others to wake up and all that kind of stuff. And it's most people wouldn't even, um, I mean, I have neighbors that just drink. They wouldn't understand what I do. I let them do their thing. I, you know, Mm -hmm. just do neighborly stuff and that's it. Um, I mean, we, there's such a big shift now that's the term is has never happened before. And so, if you don't wake up now, you're mm-hmm. in trouble. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Or you just oh, repeat yeah. your third dimension life, which is horrible, and instead of going up mm-hmm. a couple notches. So, yeah, like my friend is, she says she was 8D. I've met other people. I've seen people uh, with their light on, two women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I asked one, can you sleep at night with that light on? She just laughed. And uh, I don't know if other people can see this or not. So, um, yeah, some people have glowed. They glow in the daytime. They were One was shopping. I think it was, I'm not sure what place, uh, but I saw the light on her. I didn't talk to her this time. And... Um, It's, it's very interesting. I, I saw it early uh, when I went to some of these uh, orga- organizations in Phoenix. They were spiritual orga- um, type of setup, and one of the persons glowed there. That's the first time I've seen it. So if you look at other um, dimensions, they're, they're not human. They could just have a glowing figure. Uh, so, and I found out that there's 200 colors of ETs. Could you imagine that when they start coming down and walking around? Oh. So we have problems with a few colors down here. Oh. I mean, this is a big wake-up call. People think I'm going to be crazy when I'm saying this right now, but... <laughs> that's the reality. 
So eventually, we're going to all co-mingle. And What's that sound like? I don't know when. I don't have a yeah, time, it's, I love you know, it, but time system. But now that's yeah, a little bit more yeah. more in the future. And some people, it's the same uh, system when the Indians could not see Columbus. It, it took the shaman supposedly three days to see Columbus before they could actually see that because it was so far out of their reality. And also another note is uh, black people were first in America. Not first, but there was Indians and black people that visited. And the information was snubbed by the um, Smithsonian Institute. So I gave that to my black friend. And uh, he said he'd look at it. But it's true. You know, the whites want to keep white supremacy and there's no purpose for that. I mean, I, I, I just bought batteries yeah. for, for my off-grid place directly from the Chinese. I deal with all kinds of people. I learned that early on. We are such an interesting um, time, the age of Aquarius, where everything is changing. And... Um, yeah, how do you think about uh, what's going to happen in the future? Like um, uh, people talk about the new world, for example. Um, do you believe in that? Yeah, I think this is the big shift, as it's called. And all the dark forces that control us <coughs> uh have you know? The, I think most millet, my understanding of what I read and see and try to weigh is that the, uh, most of the militaries around the world have taken out the Illuminati people who had all the control in the world, and that's so. That's all going to change now. They're no longer uh, going to control institutions and schools and make us stupid. For, for their pleasure and then consume all of the assets in the yeah. world. And uh, so we have Nasera coming eventually, which is redistri redistribution of assets plus, uh, you know, more equality for everybody, every color, uh, every, you know, most, most people. And so that's... And that's why 9-11 happened, because they the third building is where the documents Nasera Jusera were being documented. So that's sort of a, you know, not many people look at that, but and not many people look at the truth. It was our government that did that, just to keep the war machine going. So I, I got off on the wrong angle, but... Um, or maybe the right angle. Maybe that's something people need no. to hear. Of course, yeah, I, I think the same. I really think that, yeah, the dark force is trying to um, shadow the the light. But I think at the end of the day, the light is stronger. But, um, yeah, it's so interesting because, um, yeah, also, with 9-11, for example, um, 
like so many things from my history is just a lie. And um, also in Holland, you uh, grow up with like like history and like beliefs, and it's only to have the power over you. And and yeah, I'm now in a process of unlearning things. Um, Basically, but, uh, everything that's yeah, I in think a book. That um, everything, uh, unless it's fiction, well, fiction isn't really fiction a lot. It's the truth put into a fiction mode. And most people just read it and they go, this can't happen. But it actually did. If you look at a lot of the movies of uh, different things happening on planets or this group and that group and... That's all true. I'll give you an example. Uh, Contact. I was in the theater alone. It was in Phoenix. um, In this beautiful theater. And they were going to tear it down and build a high rise. But I I got in, saw that movie, and it affected me a lot. And I realized it was real. So that really happened. And the other one was... um, I think that mountain in Wyoming, Devil's Devil's Tower, that was real too, but it was all covered up. So there's many, many things that people don't know or understand that are real. And I don't make anything up unless I have some background or feeling or or uh, a vision or something that says, yeah, it was real, or I can just feel it in my heart. That's usually the big denominator. You have to feel things in your heart to make sure they're true. Forget your head. Your head is not very smart. It's your heart you have to trust. And a lot of people are listening. Um they are maybe confused about uh, what they want to do because we're in such a big shift right now. And um, how can we find purpose? How can we find out uh, why we are here? Is there like some tech technique you can do to find out what your mission is here? um, If you can find a reliable psychic or seer or shaman or anybody in the, and that's real in the higher realms. I mean, I have run into astrologers, healers most of my life, and I didn't know why. And I never thought I would be doing this, but then it happened. And uh, it's very, you have to go through a lot of pain, I think, to get to this point where you understand everybody's pain. And that's the other part. Uh, It's not an easy path. You just don't sign up for shaman school and then you you can do this. And there's a lot of dark people. And I remember one guy, I don't know, I don't know his name, but he was making people sign their life away on the costs on being healed. This is really unethical. Uh, can't remember any names. This is mm-hmm. just something I saw along the way. So, um, you know, people will do anything to be healed, even though a lot of them are fake. There's a lot of charlatans out there. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not the only person. I mean, I know four healers in a fairly close area here. And uh, all that I've gone to, mm-hmm. that I've tested out, and uh, we do trades. I work on them. They work on me. So it's a very nice, it's a nice thing. And, in fact, one of them uh, I haven't seen for a while, she was working on my kidney, and she says, well, in one of your prior lives, uh you were a black woman that was an alcoholic and your kidney was really damaged. So you can carry things on. Let's say your uh, interest is basically in one area. You could still carry it over Mm -hmm. from another life. Uh, If you see these kids now that Mm -hmm. can sing or play piano and they're, you know, six or nine or 10 years old, and they play beautifully or sing beautifully, they came back and decided to do it again from a previous life. I don't think they remember their previous life, but so it's not that amazing that you have these children with terrific talent uh, coming back and singing or whatever they do. it's, I mean, it is amazing for those small bodies to sound that good. But uh, they did it in their last life. It's pretty obvious. Or some life somewhere else along the way. And uh, according to Cryon, who's a channel that I listen to once in a while, um, he has said that, where was I going? Now I forgot my subject matter. Sorry, it'll come back to me in a later in a later date. <laughs> I'm just okay. going too far over too many things <laughs> here, so confusing myself. Oh no, I love it. Keep talking. <laughs> no, it's okay. Keep talking. It's very interesting. Yeah, you were talking about. Um, people who experienced in their past life that they were singers and now they are singers again. You were talking about that. Yeah, and that's actually quite natural. I always wanted to be a photographer. Mm -hmm. I knew that when I was a little kid. So I started out with a uh, Mm -hmm. box camera. I think it was a Kodak. Used 120 film and I was very careful to take every picture because it you were a kid and it cost so much to develop them and print them and do all that stuff. But after that, you know, I got some SLRs or whatever they were at the time. But I use everything from 8x10, 4x5, 2 and a quarter. That was all in the film days. Now everything's digital. I've had to relearn everything in digital. Totally different than the film. Film was so much easier than the digital. It's just crazy. But that's, you know, that's from an older man. Now the new new kids don't know what film is, so that's okay. Things always change. Yeah, I, I only became good yeah, on the computer yeah, yeah, yeah. and did websites because my back went out from doing electrical work. And uh, mm. I there. Uh, it took me a month in bed. I, I couldn't get out. And then uh, my uh, 
I had a friend that was a shrink, and she came over and said, okay, it's time. you got to get up. And it was the most painful shower I've ever taken in my life. Just, you know, trying to get wow. cleaned up from laying there for a month. And so things happen, you know, and it's, you don't, you don't, uh, you just go through them. And I've had uh, two Chinese mm -hmm. masters that I've worked with. That was pretty interesting. Uh, one in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, and one in uh, Kauai, Hawaii. So um, I think the first one had the most effect. The second one, there was no personal connection at all. He didn't speak any English. He had an interpreter. Um, and the energy wasn't as strong. The first one had much stronger energy, I think. So that was, um, it was Shen Shi. And I finally asked her after a while, what is, you know, what is it actually, what's the terminology in English? She said, supernatural energy. We didn't even know what we were studying. So somebody asked me and then I asked the teacher. So. <laughs> and what did you learn more from uh, from the Chinese teacher? Uh, well, something interesting happened. She did not speak English really well. She could speak about three words. And then I took that and made the entire sentence or paragraph out of it, which for some reason, I just understood what she was trying to say. And then I would repeat it to the class and she would do this and we'll just keep doing it and doing it. And I guess, you know, it just worked out that way. So you just do what you have to. I, I didn't know I was going to do it, but it happened. And it's the same with Japanese people or or whoever I meet, if they can speak a few words in English, I, I know what they're trying to say and try to help them out. And, um, that type, you know, it's, we should, the main idea of people on earth, we're supposed to help each other out. That's the main purpose. But because of the dark forces that were here, that's been, uh, you know, people have become way too selfish, especially in America. People just want to keep all their stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, it's, you know, there's the whole concept of sharing. is just doesn't really exist. I mean, everything. I tried to sell some stuff on eBay. didn't work. So I give away everything at the market or to anybody I know. I don't try to sell it anymore. And then uh, when I wanted to do video, a computer showed up, the monitor, um, you know, a bunch of things I got for use, and they all worked. And uh, it just happened. A lot of things came together. So I'm very happy. And that's the power. You give, you get. And that's, you know, I think it said that in the Bible, but I'm not a Bible person, so... Yeah, it's very interesting how life works. Yeah. And do you believe also when you're in a flow of life and everything is going so easy? Um, is that 
um, like a sign that you're on the right path? Obviously, yeah. It won't last. Mm -hmm. At some point, it'll it'll stop, and you'll have to redirect a little bit. But as long as it's there, enjoy it. Now, I'm just saying, maybe maybe things yeah. have changed now a little bit uh, because they've speeded up so much, and uh, because mm -hmm. if I say one thing, it could happen tomorrow or later. It's just uh, the dark is gone, that whole dark energy. And now it's just so direct, so fast. So you got to be really careful what you want, what you say. And uh, it's, I mean, I don't try yeah. to be too serious about it, but it does work that way right now, at least for me. And yeah, words have power. For you, <laughs> Sure. Yeah, we have power. That's why the ETs call us the um, the powerful ones. We just forgot. And we've been so dumbed down by education and news media. Three, you know, there's several import, important things. No movies, no media, uh, unless it's something you can tolerate. And no news, no television, so... Uh, mostly television is toxic. I don't know what it's like over there, what I, I presume very similar. So now you'll find all the governments are toppling. Uh, all the kings and queens are history now. They've stepped down. So because they were, uh, there's just a lot of dirt there. And there's going to be, you know, eventually we're supposed to have full disclosure, but right now you can only see that on, um, there's YouTube that has it with the secret space program. People talk about it that have been in there, then their age regressed. So we have so much technology. The med beds, uh, supposedly they're being made on the moon right now for to distribute down here. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm sure a lot of us are. And, oh, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so most of the stories, it's very hard to believe certain stories. And it's just like in the uh, in the news. They only tell it a certain way. There's no real truthful news. It's very manipulated. So um, I gave up news, I think, 30 years ago. Really good. It's really good for your mental health. <laughs> and um, and where did you um, um, take your information from? Uh, of course, from the universe itself. But do you also use uh, other sources to get the information? Uh, you can get it from anywhere. You actually have to, well, the way it used to work was you just pieced it together from little things, things that you become very emotional about. But if it's a war somewhere else, that's mm -hmm. no reason to be emotional. And you don't know how true all that information mm -hmm. is that they give you. Like, uh, mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. The whole Biden presidential thing is being shot out of a studio with a three-quarter size uh, White House. 
And he was also not flown, you know, on a on a um, on American Air Force jets. So he had to get his own plane and land. So the, it's all fake. My understanding, <laughs> you, you can believe different. So, um, you know, when I was young, I just saw things, how fake things were. But I couldn't say anything because I, yeah, my parents, anybody would hit me. So don't want to, you know, they, they, it was, it's been sabotaged. I can say that the planet has been sabotaged at an early age. Now that's being, uh, we're being relieved of that. Thanks, thanks to a lot of different mm -hmm. entities. And uh, I'll leave it at that. I really feel that. And um, do you also believe that um, we sign a contract before we come into this world? Like we have a mission? Um, I think that's the way it was for a while. I don't know if it is anymore. Uh, you, you know, you usually find a desire of what you want to do pretty early. If you don't, you're not listening or you're hanging around the wrong people to have the wrong energy. Um, I ended up doing mm -hmm. uh, photography for 25 years or something. And I was very happy. And then I burned out and did other things. But I just... Always kept busy and he didn't make a living. You know, there was always the next step, next step, next step. And right now there's no more 40 years at work at some company. That's all gone. So it's just continuous change from now on in. I think the, uh, the technology, the people, the planets, the... Uh, you know, you cannot, you can no longer fire a nuclear device on this planet. ETs will come down and and fire their laser on it, or um, or just um, do whatever they do. So, and um, I would also like to go back to um, your work uh, because you do uh, readings, of course. Um, how does that look like when somebody is coming to you? Where do you start? Uh, we just start, well, it depends. There's two different ways. Uh, I, I just try to feel what is most appropriate at the time. Uh, sometimes we just talk and I do some energy work later. Some people you do energy work right away, then talk. And some people... Um, I mean, I had a, a demonic person, and I let them go after three weeks. Uh, they were just sucking too much energy. That's the first person I've ever let go. Mm -hmm. Everybody else has probably received somehow. Wow. And because I usually get emails, you know, a year, two years later, and uh, I have a small fee I charge to anybody you know, can afford, unless you're really, really, really broke. And, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't charge $500 or anything like that. So it's just local. I'm in Bisbee here. Not everybody has a lot. But most what I've gotten was out of town. So, uh, and, you know, each reading is, is different, too. So 
I don't know what I'm going to do unless I do it. I just let go. And, uh, I mean, I see things, I hear things, I feel things. It's all different depending on what the person is. And if somebody's just there for fun, well, nothing works. So, because it's not real. But I've never had those. Usually everybody has wanted something or it's a situation they can't get out of. And uh, the list just goes on. Uh, and I'm surprised every time they get a benefit. I'm always shocked. But happy. So, uh, it's... Uh, it's beyond interesting. I'm happy to do it. And um, you just you just keep going. You know, I, uh, I read interesting books along the way. I think when I was young, one of the most interesting books, The uh, Times and, La and uh, let, me let me remember it first here. Times and Lives of the Masters of the Far East. Uh, blew me away. Then somebody gave me the fourth book. It was a three-book set. Somebody gave me the fourth book, said, you have to read this. Then the uh, Enoch book showed up, the white book. And I started trying to read it because it was very unusual. But it had a section of light and how light worked and colors and all this stuff. And I picked that up. I started doing that on people. And that's where the lighting kind of came from and colored lights, how you can heal people with colored lights and uh, all that. And then I made UV because almost everybody needs UV light. So that's really important. Um, it's it's co more common in Europe for people to lay out and get sun. Not so much here. If you do it here, people think you're weird. Um, I lay out in the backyard and get some sun whenever I can. Today there's a little bit, but it's too cold. So, you know, you just have to, I think getting sun is really important. It can heal you. Uh, there's, there's so many other than just sun rays you're getting. You're getting all the different cosmic rays. And there's so much energy outside, which there is not inside. You know, and living in this box that we're all put in. We're round people, for the most part. We should be in round structures. But, you know, that's coming, I think. That's coming. I don't know. The masses weren't ready for it when I was doing it. But, uh, and I seem to remember a lot of things that aren't here, that were from either a different life on a different planet or... Uh, different situations and I was trying to mimic those but you know it just really it worked some but not much most people just didn't want to go there beautiful and um, can you also give me like an example from someone that came to you and um, something crazy happens uh I think uh, probably the last one I remember is Justin, a friend of mine, who became a friend after all this. He he talked about uh, 
he was meditating or had a dream where the uh, there was a, a, a totem next to his wife, but he was feeling a dark energy from it. So he asked Archangel Michael to come and help him, and it destroyed this totem immediately. And uh, the person he was helping was his wife. So he came to me with this, and I just had to laugh. And I said, well, welcome to the club. And then as he was leaving, I said, well, how about your heart? And he goes, how did you know? <laughs> I said, I don't know. You just came to me. So I'm reading everything. And um, I didn't really know there's anything with his heart. But at the end, I, it just came out. And uh, that's how it works. I, I don't have control over the... Actually, I do, but I, it's, it's hard to say how it all works. But I'm guided to do all this. It's channeling. And uh, I don't channel words or movies or anything like that. It's just helping people in different ways. That's what it is, no matter how odd it may seem. So, um, I mean, he's a very powerful man with what he did. And uh, so, I, I, you know, I just explained to him the way it is. He's part of the unusual that we are. I am. I would suspect you are. Mm -hmm. I hope so. I hope so. Um, and um, the mission of this podcast is um, to live the most authentic you and uh, take a responsibility of your own life. Um, what do you do for yourself to feel connected with yourself? Uh, meditate, be outside. I like to be outside a lot. Um, walk every day if I can, if it's not too cold or windy. Um, just be outside a lot and uh, in nature. Watch animals. And uh, where I live out in the out in the desert, um, I've seen deer. I've watched the deer, coyote. Uh, there's every there's bobcats usually at night, but I've seen them in the day drinking water. Uh, we have mice, rats, unfortunately, snakes, lots of uh, different kinds of snakes, usually uh, rattlesnakes. And in fact, speaking of rattlesnakes, I just had uh, I pulled some tendons on my arm, so one of my healers put rattlesnake venom on my arm to help it heal and or the uh, also help the swelling go down and i don't know if it helped or not but I, there was no pain or reaction or anything to it so just an interesting little tidbit of, of my life um yeah, I feel like I can talk hours with you, but um, I would like to wrap it up for now. And okay. um, I would love to invite you for another episode, if you like. And um, okay. I have a lot more questions. Um, and yeah, there were some technical issues and some Wi-Fi 
things, but um, yeah, I'm really happy that I talked to you and um, that uh, we can share your knowledge with the audience. So thank you so much. But um, before we wrap things up, uh, where can we find you? Uh, I have a, a website. It's uh, shamanhealer.net. So uh, you just put shamanhealer together dot net. Yeah. And uh has all the basics on it. And uh, uh, I can do... Uh, online meetings or just on the phone or in person a lot of people like to come down here i take a vacation and then i work on them too uh, the other thing is when i work on somebody mm -hmm. it can start changing you over a period of time because it, you can't do it all at once so it would be it would stretch stretch your imagination out if you did too much at once. So uh, I think the a lot, what I've done the most is probably breaking up relationships that are over. And a lot of people need to mm -hmm. understand that. A lot of relationships are not forever. They're there to learn. And then mm -hmm. when they're over, you quit and move on. And it uh, doesn't mean you have to get another relationship right away. You may have to learn something about yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think it's such a mirror when you go into a relationship. Um, it's yeah. the hardest thing it's there really is. It's really interesting. Is be in a relationship and not yell and scream and uh, be crazy. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's a good uh, learning lesson. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much, Terrence, for your time. And um, thank you everyone for listening to the podcast. And um, I see you in the next episodes.